For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. Your host, Belinda Skelton. You know, I always let you in on what's going on in and around Atlanta. Where you need to be this afternoon is in Athens, Georgia for Fan Day 2016. Normally it's picture day, but you know, we have a new coach, Coach Kirby Smart, changing things up a little bit. So we're having Fan Day 2016. This is the first time that you get to go in and watch the players practice. So uh, there will be a little picture taking. Um, we're going to explain how all this is going to work, but I brought in Jay Black. He is the statistician in the booth. He, he wears many hats. So, Jay, why don't you give us a rundown about how today is going to work? All right, so here's the deal. This is the first time that they've actually opened things up for practice for UGA fans. So the practice will be from 2.30 to 4.30 in Sanford Stadium. It's free. So anytime there's a free anything football event in <laughs> Athens, Take it. people are going to come. Okay, So now, what's going to be different this time around, if you're familiar with how the old picture day used to work, there wasn't a practice you could see, but it gave you more time to spend with the players. You could bring anything you want to have them autograph, and they take pictures with you. Well, that's out. You can, if you get there early enough, which if you haven't gotten there by now, it's too late, have your picture taken with Ugga 10. That's going to be the only picture taken going on today. After practice is over at 4.30, fans can line up on the stadium floor, and for about 45 minutes, they'll let you get autographs from the players and the coaches. Now... You cannot bring anything to have autographed. They will only give you two posters that they have, and those two posters are what you can get signed by the players. And then this all this whole thing should wrap up about 5.30. No body parts. Probably not. So stick to the posters they're going to give you. I think it's I think it's actually going to be neat to get to watch the players practice. You'll get to see how they're looking, what they've been doing in the offseason, and what our freshmen are looking like. Yeah, it's... It's it's very unique because you get to see, and Kirby Smart told me this on Monday, this is something good for the fans because they don't really know how practice operates. That's part of the reason that he opened the doors to let them do this so they, they can kind of get a different perspective. People come to the G-Day game, and that's sort of a you know a scrimmage, but it's not a full meal deal. Let's dig into it and practice. Now, the star of this show for fans is going to be Jacob Eason. He's the freshman quarterback mm-hmm. that everybody is hoping becomes the next, you know, the guy. Right. But... He's still ha- he's a freshman in freshman the SEC. Freshman quarterback. That doesn't really go well. So he's he's battling with Grayson Lambert and Bryce Ramsey, who both played last year, and you know we're kind of mediocre. Well, that's a lot of pressure on a freshman's shoulders to have, especially at a team like the Dogs, to go in and and be playing in this position. Now he's got all the tools now. I mean, he's big, tall kid. I mean, he looks Where's like. Where's he from? He's from the state of Washington. So he came okay. along. No real natural UGA ties. Uh, his dad played quarterback at Notre Dame, but he loved Athens, wanted to come here. Mark Rick and his staff recruited him really hard, and then Kirby Smart picked up the uh, the mantle once Rick was fired. So he's eventually going to be the man. Now, is he going to be the man in four weeks when Georgia takes on North Carolina in the Dome? I don't know. 
But that's that's what everybody's going to be be paying attention for, and then just to see how kind of the new team develops and some of the new players that that not necessarily freshmen, but that will step up into into different roles on the offensive line. There's been some def, the, the, there's been some graduation there. There's not a lot of returning stars at the wide receiver position. The defensive line has a lot of holes because of some suspensions and other things. Uh, but the strongest part of the defense will be the secondary, where they where they bring back everybody. Okay, how many? He is not the only freshman that's probably going to start. It's hard to say that the defensive line is going to be where they might need some freshmen to play because Georgia lost a lot from last year anyway, and then a couple of sophomores they expected to contribute got into some issues in the offseason, so that that didn't help. Um, and let's face it, the more freshmen you have, the bigger trouble you could be. There will be freshman kickers competing for a job there, and there will possibly be a freshman punter, which which isn't the best scenario either. But you know that's that's the way it works. College football is just kind of it's like a jigsaw puzzle. Sometimes things go up, things go down, and when it all works in, when you have a bunch of senior leadership, that's when you really make your push. So Jay, in your opinion, would you call this team more of a Mark Rick team because he's worked with these players longer, they're older, or do we have a younger team and this will be more of a a Kirby Smart team? Well, it's definitely Rick's players. There's not a lot of freshmen that 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 Kirby Smart has had to recruit for just a month. Okay. Rick has recruited all these players, but it's definitely Rick's players, but you know, Kirby's been here now since December. So he's had plenty of time to change how things work. They've really redone how the strength and conditioning program works. He's put in, you know, new lingo, entire all well, almost an entirely different coaching staff. So it's Kirby's team, but it's Rick's players. Have you had any insight from the players how they have accepted Coach Smart? Oh, everybody's everybody's on board. You know, everybody loves Rick. Most people love Rick, the kind of guy he is. But you know, Kirby's a coach. He comes from an extremely successful program in Alabama. He was Nick Saban's protege. I mean, the guy has has definitely left no ambiguity that he knows what he wants to do. We'll just see if that's what's going to work. Okay, so we've got the players on board. What about the alumni and the fans? I was surprised because there was a lot of people that were complaining about Rick, you know, yeah. there oh, toward yeah. the end. But I was surprised at how strong a response that we got when Rick was fired. I was equally as surprised that it appears everybody has gotten on board once Kirby Smart has taken over. Yes, everybody, a lot of people miss Mark Rick, but Kirby's the guy. You know, he's the head coach now, and Bulldog Nation has appeared to successfully rally behind him. And and there is an incredible amount of amount of buzz around this team because Kirby could be the next legend of Georgia. He could also be the next bust, but it's, well, it we'll, is exciting. We'll see if when the first loss comes, how everybody reacts. Everybody loves a guy till you get beat. <laughs> That's right. Okay, now what happens in the booth game day? Just just kind of give our listeners a walk through game day. How the how everything starts? Well, I arrive um, with. Tony Schiavone, who's the main uh, engineer of the broadcast, mm-hmm. we get there usually about six to seven hours before kickoff because we it's go a on. Long day. It is a long day because we go on the air four hours before kickoff. And my role, along with being you know the sports director here at WSB, um, I also help engineer and produce the tailgate show, which comes on four hours before the game. And then I'll help keep stats after during the game. And then uh, I'll have my columns on WSBRadio.com afterwards, along with post-game reports that'll air on the radio. So Tony and I usually get there about you know six six and a half hours before kickoff, seven hours before kickoff to to set everything up. We go on the air four hours with Jeff Dantzler and Kevin Butler, then Neil Williamson and Lauren Smith and Eric Zier take over with the tailgate show three hours beforehand. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of hard work, but it is a great group of people to work with, and we're all kind of clowns. So when the mics are off. 
there is plenty of cutting up and screwing around uh, in the booth. But we all get our work done, and we know that the goal is to provide what we think is the best broadcast of college sports in the country. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there's a legacy that Larry Munson built for decades that, that we try to carry on, and, and we do have a good time, but we know that well, we, we're the only voice of the dogs. We're the only place where you have a hometown announcer, and that is what we hope to bring every Saturday, the the community for Georgia football. We understand that people are going to watch the game on TV. We just hope that you match up your radio or your smartphone to what's on the broadcast on television and enjoy it with us. Oh, I always turn down the sound. And you have Lauren. We have Lauren. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren is... It is amazing how many people that man knows. It is un- He knows <laughs> everybody, no he matter does. where we go. He's got friends everywhere. It's unbelievable. I don't even have a lot of friends in Gwinnett County. He's got more friends in Missouri than I do here. He is. Well, he's been, he's been around for a while. He has been around a while. Now, I, the people that say, you know, the, the quarterback, the, the, um, the rookie quarterback that's coming in, these young guys, did they even know who Larry Munson is, well, was? His, his aura is around the football program. His picture is in a lot of different places. The trophy room in the athletic building is named the Larry Munson Trophy Room. You have to go through there if you're a football player every day. So the name is around. However, you know if you're an 18-year-old kid from Florida or from the state of Washington – you might not have grown up a Georgia Bulldog fan. You might not necessarily know all all the legends that we do. Right. But you'll pick up on it pretty quickly. Okay. These, these kids, you know, they, they eventually know what they're playing for. They might not necessarily know when they first step on campus because, you know, they're getting recruited by everybody. But it's not hard to find out who Larry Munson is, who Vince Dooley is who Herschel Walker is, all the legends that, that we are all familiar with, and these kids eventually, you know, this is going to be their school. They'll adopt it just like we did. When uh, the the games start, tell us what's available for our listeners to get involved in more, more than just the actual football game. Well, on the, the WSB Radio Sports Twitter account, at WSB Radio Sports, I am tweeting the same notes that I'm handing Scott Howard. So if you're watching the game and you want kind of just some behind the scene behind the scenes perspective, have your phone there. Follow us at WSB Radio Sports on Twitter, and you know just kind of get some some little notes, some behind the scenes stuff that that not everybody gets, and not necessarily going to come out on, on the TV screen. So you can look really smart to your friends that you're watching the game with, and or in the bar with. Well, if if I'm if I'm looking, it makes me look smart, and if I can make you look smart, even better. If I tweet out something stupid, then then ignore it. But uh, it it uh, it's it's kind of just one of the little supplemental things that that we provide. And then after the game, um, and before the game, we encourage you to engage with us on Facebook. I'll have columns before and after each game. Get involved and, and tell us what you think about the team, and and tell us what you you know what you think about the team going forward and going afterwards. And you can also use the open mic feature on the WSB Radio app uh, to send in your thoughts as well during the game. All right, Jay, this is a good place for us to pause. Uh, When we come back, there are more ways that the listeners can interact with uh, the personalities on the broadcast uh, on home games, and we're going to tell you all about that. So I hope you're on your way to Athens right now for Fan Day 2016. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. 
And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. I hope your car is heading to Athens, Georgia today for Fan Day 2016. This is something that head coach Kirby Smart started. It's the first time that you get to see the Georgia Bulldogs practice and get a couple of posters signed. And uh, our sports guy in the studio right now, Jay Black, is going to tell you how all this plays out today. Yeah, so what's going to happen if you're going, just a reminder that don't bring anything for the players to sign. After practice is over at 4.30, they'll give you a couple of posters, the school will, and that will be the only thing that the players and coaches will be signing. Now, on the air today, we'll be live at 4 o'clock on WSB Radio. Myself, Scott Howard, and Ashley Frasca will we'll take to the air. We'll give you, if you can't make it, we'll give you some observations that we're seeing from this practice, and we'll also send Ashley out into the stands and, and get the opinion of, of the Bulldog Nation, what they think of, of this day. It's it's going to be a special day. It's different. We're not really sure how many people are going to be there. I think it's going to be a lot. I I, re- I really think that it's going to be a big deal. Uh, but it, it is new, and you know it's going to be kind of hot. So we'll but see. But it's free. But it is free, and, and anything UGA free brings people out. Absolutely. So once the first game kicks off, Tell us about the pregame shows that you do. So, if you want to come see us on home games, four hours before the game, we'll be live from the Tate Plaza, which is the main area. It's it's on the other side of the Tate Student Center. It's just before the bridge, and it's right next to the UGA Bookstore. We have a we have a a stage set up there. Not hard to find us. Four hours before the game, you can come by while we're on the air. Come shake hands and, and get your autograph and get a picture taken with Jeff Dancer and, of course, legendary kicker Kevin Butler, who's in the College Football Hall of Fame. And then after that, three hours before the game, you know, up until 30 minutes before kickoff, Neil Williamson, Eric Zier, legendary UGA quarterback, and, of course, uh, Lauren Smith will be there anchoring our coverage from the Tate Plaza. So it's a it's an easy chance to come by where everybody is is very willing to to meet with UGA fans. No problem taking pictures when we're in the break. Soon as we go to break, it's just a constant line of people coming up and running through. We take a few pictures, jump back on the air. It's it's a it's a unique environment where you know you don't get a lot of opportunity to meet to meet people like that without any real issues. So it's it's definitely worth swinging by. We love to see you come on um, come on by for all the home games. The first home game is September tenth against Nichols State. Uh, the first game of the season is September third at the Dome against North Carolina. But we'll be in Athens the following week. All right, Jay, thanks for giving us all the scoop on what's happening. And remember, this is Fan Day 2016. Head to UGA where you can participate in the first UGA practice that you can watch. Fan Day 2016. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. WSB. Depend on it. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. Welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. You know on Atlanta Living, I always tell you what's going on in the Atlanta area and the the must-not-miss. Well, at the Fox Theater this coming week, you need to check out the show If Then. It's a uh, Broadway show. Um, 
presented by Fifth Third Bank, and it's going to be running the 9th through the 14th. And I have two of the cast members uh, on the line with me, Tamara Gray and Anthony Rapp. Um, Tamara plays Kate, and Anthony Rapp plays Lucas. Now, um, a little bit of your background. So, Tamara, you were on American Idol, the, the inaugural season. Yes. Okay, that, that's amazing. And so you kind of parlayed that into this television, Broadway career. Yeah, it's been pretty amazing. Um, I've, I've had an opportunity to do just about everything that I kind of set, set my sights on when I was a child. Um, I, you know, I've got to dabble in film and theater and music and songwriting. And, you know, it's just been a very, very blessed career. I've been American Idol set me up for you know, the opportunity to explore many avenues of entertainment. And so, Anthony, what is your what is your background? How did you get into the business? Is it as storybook as Tamara's? Well, I started as a, when I was a little kid. Uh, I grew up outside Chicago and started doing a little bit of professional theater in Chicago and then, you know, got very fortunate to do uh, more professional theater. Um, 20 years ago, I was in the original cast of Rent, and that was the biggest... Uh, wow most life-changing event I could have ever dreamed of or imagined. So both of you are in uh, the this huge Broadway show, and, and this is put on um, by the producers of Wicked and Rent, so we got some big names here. So please tell us, Tamara, kind of what the premise of If Then, it's, it's If Slash Then, it's a contemporary Broadway musical. What it's all about? Um, I think it's about life and the choices we make and how they intersect with, with, with everyone around you. You know, you never know how one choice, one small decision can lead to a major change and turn in your life. Kind of if you had gotten on that subway that day or not gotten on that subway, how your life would have been different. Um, kind of, exactly. I, I'm, I'm picturing it kind of like a six degrees of separation. Yeah, there's, um, there's, I mean, the, the, the aspect of it that's like six degrees is the, is the interconnectedness. Um, you know, the, the main character, Elizabeth, comes back to New York after, after ending an unhappy marriage to start her life over. And the, she makes a very small decision to either go off with Kate, Tamara's character, or my character, Lucas. And that very seemingly insignificant small decision winds up uh, determining whether she meets someone else or not, and then that person winds up changing her life entirely or not, as the case may be. So it is about the interconnectedness of, of everyone, but it's all, as much as anything else about sort of this, this intersection of fate and chance and choices and uh, and it uses, you know, it's an unusual musical in the sense that it, it's, it's not like filled with tons of big dance numbers. It's really characters uh, singing about, you know, very recognizable human stuff. Yeah, and it's it's set in New York uh, around all the possibilities of tomorrow, and I think it's going to resonate with every single person sitting in a seat in that audience in the Fox Theater. Well, absolutely. I mean, I think I think most people can identify with at least some of the characters, and 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 uh, like I said, it's it's a it's a recognizable world. It's it, you know. There's some shows you go to see that, like Wicked, for instance, that, yes, there are things that are about the characters are recognizable, but it's taking place in this sort of fantasy world, mm -hmm. and that's very entertaining and really cool. And if then it's taking place in a contemporary, very recognizable, like, it is New York City, but it's just like anywhere, people living 
breathing, going through uh, reality in a way that most, yeah, I believe that most people sitting there can identify with. Because everybody in their life has uh, asked the question, what if? At some Absolutely. point, yes. And so this is this is a show not to be missed. Once again, Fox Theater, August the 9th through the 14th. So, guys, uh, Tamara, when you're you're cast into a Broadway show like this, before you hit the stage and and go on tour, what are the rehearsals like? How long do you rehearse for a show before you go on tour? I got three weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> three weeks. But, you know, in those three weeks, you know, it's very focused. And, you know, you get right to it. And, you know, it, it's, it's just like a regular work day. You go in, you work with directors. You work with um, Jackie, who plays our leading lady, Elizabeth, and Matthew, who plays Josh. We were all coming in at the same time. So we were able to work with one another and work off of one another um, while we were in rehearsal. So once we got there and we were put into the cast, um, you know, it wasn't like the we were the newbies but we weren't right because we got to do it together um and it can you know it it was a little it was a little unnerving in the beginning when i was like okay three weeks but i think that's typical um in any broadway show when you're coming in to um as as, when you're coming in to replace someone else who's leaving out um because i believe when i did rent it was the same thing so this is three weeks to learn your your lines your spoken lines and your songs three weeks to learn it all the dance your places (laughs) to learn your your movements to know you know where you need to be on stage you know and you do it without the set in the beginning um and then once we got to dallas uh for rehearsals then we got to do it with the 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 cast Mm -hmm. and um you know we were able to put it make it all make sense because in a room with just a wooden frame and nothing else and no people you know you get to fill it with your imagination but it's not the same thing as filling it with bodies so how many hours a day what were the rehearsals uh you know i think it was a typical eight hour day and then you go home and you do your work at night and then you do your work when you wake up in the morning and you know because it's it's like anything that you're learning for the first time you have to put in the time right What's your, it's, it. It, it's your job. It's like yeah. anything. It, it's your job. Anthony, how yeah. long are you guys on the road for a Broadway show such as If Then? Well, we've been on the road with this for, well, I, uh, tomorrow we join the cast later, but um, we've been in, I've been in it for almost uh, 10 months. Um, and our time in Atlanta is our last uh, city. Oh so, wow! Yeah, so we're we're almost wrapped up with it. So is there a um, sen- is there a is there a different feeling from your first city performance to your middle of the of the show performance to your you know Atlanta being your last city stop? Are there different feels to the show? Um, there's. I mean, I think we all we all keep growing with it. Uh, I think it's safe to say. Um, Absolutely. And it, it, uh, it, it, every city has, you know, a different kind of feel to it. Every, um, every audience has a different, you know, sometimes there's different stuff that they respond to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we, we've been very fortunate that our audiences have uh, really responded to it pretty much everywhere we are, even when it's not, um, you know, the a, a normal, what you consider like a normal city uh even when it's you know not necessarily the northeast we know the show takes place in the northeast right um there are there are it's you know it's not it's not geographically uh isolated you know what it's about and what it's 
resonating for aren't, you know, isn't just uh, isolated with, you know, where people live. Right. Does it get just arduous? I mean, do you for, do you guys forget from city to city uh, where you're actually staying, where what city you're in? Does it just beca- <laughs> does it just become a blur? No, it's, we're used to it. Uh, <laughs> I think I think it's part of the nature of the of the beast of tour life. Um, I mean, it's I wouldn't call it a blur exactly. It's but it is it is an unusual life, no question. I mean, to to try to pretend like it's something sort of normal. Um, it's not, you know, not really. Right. It's interesting because my daughter is traveling with us at the moment, and for her, it's a blur. You know, she's right. six years old, and she's like, where are we? Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. But, um, you know, it's, it's easy, easily adaptable. You miss home. You know, you miss your your own bed and, and your, your own comfort. But um, I, it's, it's tour life. It's like a gypsy life, you know, for the time that you're on the road. You you find things in each city. You know, thank God we have the internet. Because yes, it makes you know looking around for stuff a lot easier. Um, but it's I I've enjoyed myself. Well, I've what, had a lot of fun. Do you when you're in this type of profession? Do you go from Broadway show to Broadway show, or do you just find the next production um, of If and Then and join it, or how does this work? I'm just I think our listeners are fascinated with how you guys live um you you audition and you know you see you see what's available yeah and and what you're able to what role you're able to get i mean that's that's kind of how uh, our, my life anyway um works you take different auditions and then if you get the role then that's where your next job comes from you don't get to plan it you know it, it, an audition is like an interview mm-hmm. basically except you go in and you sing and you recite some lines and then they say yay or nay you get a call back Maybe or not. And then if you get a call back, sometimes you get producer sessions. Um, and, you know, that's the process. It's fascinating. Well, this this sounds like a tremendous show. I know that, uh, that I'm going to be there uh, to see you guys on opening night. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to tell you guys how you can get your tickets to If Then playing at the fabulous Fox Theater. We're speaking with Tamara Gray, who's playing Kate, and Anthony Rapp, who's playing Lucas. Folks, this is something that's going to resonate with everybody who is sitting in the audience. If then, you're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. For Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton, and we are talking about uh, the performance of If Then that's going to be at the fabulous Fox Theater next week, August the 9th through the 14th, starring one of our very own Atlantans, Tamara Gray, uh, playing Kate. And you're from Atlanta. I am, yes. I am. I grew up. um, I moved to Atlanta when I was 13, and I went to, I had graduated from Stone Mountain High School. Um, I was Miss Atlanta, 1998. Oh, wow! Very small world. <laughs> well, welcome home. Thank you, thank you. And very um, and so uh, you can show Anthony around. Anthony Rap, who's playing Lucas. And so, folks, this is uh, playing, like I said, at the fabulous Fox Theater, August the 9th through the 14th. And if you want to give um, Anthony just a uh, 
about a minute a description of what uh, this Broadway play is. If then it's a contemporary musical um, produced by the folks from Wicked and the director of Rent. So uh, folks will have an idea about what they're coming to see. Yeah, it's about a, a woman named Elizabeth who uh, starts her life over after an unhappy marriage, um, which I'm sure never, you know, none of your listeners ever heard. No. <laughs> um, but she comes back to New York to try to start things over. Uh, and when she gets back, she makes a couple, you know, this very small decision that winds up changing the course of her life. Um, so it's, it's really about... Uh, it, it follows both paths. It jumps back and forth between both possible lives that she that she lives. So it's you know it's an unusual musical in the sense that it, it it's about kind of recognizable contemporary lives, but it's also it, it, it has a you know a dual storyline, which um, you know is is not your typical musical uh, situation. So I think it's it's a don't miss. Put it on your week plans for August the 9th through the 14th. You can get your tickets at uh, the Fox Theater's website, fox.com. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.